Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. New information on the shocking Bill Gates divorce. She's the one who filed. What the eldest daughter is saying today. And the world's most exclusive club. The Billionaire Wives Club. Then... Is the verdict in jeopardy because of what this juror just admitted? Plus, arrest uproar. She's 73 years old and has dementia. You're resisting, which is not going to fly with me. She was confused and scared. She didn't understand what was going on. And I just had the worst experience. The tourist who says she was pressured to leave the beach for wearing a skimpy bikini. Plus, just in time for Mother's Day. The flower crisis. Why you may have trouble buying flowers for mom on her special day. Plus, the return of the big wedding. After a year of holding off the big day, how brides and grooms are going all out again. It's amazing, finally. How weddings are getting back to normal. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvian today for Deborah. It's gearing up to be one of the most expensive divorces ever as Bill Gates and his estranged wife Melinda figure out how to divide their $130 billion fortune. Meantime, we're learning that it was Melinda who filed papers first. Stephen Fabian has new information about the divorce everyone's talking about. Melinda Gates is about so to become one of the richest women on the data. planet. She and soon-to-be ex-husband Bill Gates will split a whopping $130 billion fortune, which will make Melinda the newest member of the Billionaire Ex-Wives Club. She joins Mackenzie Bezos, who was awarded $60 billion when she divorced Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. Stunning split. Bill and Melinda Gates divorcing after 27 years of marriage. The Gates split took the world by surprise. We just want to say thank you. Just two weeks ago, they seemed very much together when they appeared on a virtual global gathering. But judging by their divorce documents obtained by Inside Edition, their split has been in the works for a while. They've already agreed to a separation contract, which sets forth how their assets and business interests will be divided. And get this, it was Melinda who initiated the divorce proceedings. She says the marriage is irretrievably broken. Kelly Chang Rickert is a divorce attorney in Los Angeles. Yes. Usually when the parties have reached a settlement agreement this early in the game, that means that they have settled everything. The couple is putting on a public face, which that they're separating amicably. There's always murky undercurrents. Every divorce is somewhat uncomfortable. The Gates have been married for 27 years. Melinda recently posted this happy moment from their New Year's Day 1994 wedding in Hawaii. They have three children, Phoebe 18, Jennifer 25, and 21-year-old Rory, all college students. And now coming in, Jennifer Gates. Jennifer, an accomplished equestrian who is studying to be a doctor, posted this message about her parents' divorce on Instagram. 
It's been a challenging stretch of time for my whole family, she wrote. Thank you for understanding our desire for privacy while we navigate the next phases of our lives. The Gates have already decided that their children will receive just $10 million each. Most of their wealth will be given away through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We continue to share a belief in that mission, they wrote in identical statements posted to their Twitter accounts, and will continue our work at the foundation, but we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple. But splitting their possessions will be a monumental undertaking. David Frank is the wealth editor at CNBC. This is a giant empire of both public and private investments and real estate. It includes everything from the largest number of acres of farmland in the country, over 150,000 acres. They also own the Four Seasons Hotel. They own dozens of publicly traded stocks. And a sprawling $150 million mansion on the shores of Lake Washington called Xanadu 2.0. How you divide all those up, maybe without selling them, is very complicated. Melinda met Bill Gates back in the 1980s when she was working her way up the ranks at Microsoft. Is the verdict in the Derek Chauvin case in jeopardy of being overturned? That's what many are asking after it was discovered that when he was selected, juror number 52 had not revealed that he had attended a march wearing a Black Lives Matter cap. Could this photo overturn the guilty verdict in the trial of disgraced ex-cop Derek Chauvin? It shows juror number 52, Brandon Mitchell, wearing a Black Lives Matter hat and a t-shirt that reads, get your knee off our necks. The photo was taken at a march on Washington last August, seven months before the trial. All the jurors were asked on a questionnaire, have you or anyone close to you participated in protests about police use of force or police brutality? Mitchell checked the no box. He was also asked about the Black Lives Matter movement by Chauvin's defense attorney during jury selection. It's been sort of somewhat described as a movement on one hand and organization. I don't think of it as either. I just think of it as a statement. We spoke with famed defense attorney Tom Mesereau. If you have a juror who did not tell the truth, if you have it about this particular issue, that's going to be a godsend for the defense. They're going to make a motion for a new trial. In a TV interview, Mitchell said he was being truthful when he said he had not attended police brutality protests. He said the march he attended in Washington was not about police brutality, but the anniversary of Dr. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Either way, I was going to D.C. for this event, even if George Floyd was still alive. Being able to attend the same location where Martin Luther King gave his speech was a historic moment. George Floyd's family members were among the speakers at the Lincoln Memorial. I, I wish George were here to see this right now. That's who I'm marching for. The 31-year-old high school basketball coach is so far the only juror to speak out after the guilty verdict. The three other cops who were there when George Floyd died go on trial together in August. This year, you may have a little trouble finding the perfect bouquet for Mother's Day because we're in the middle of a flower shortage. Amber Cogliano tells us what led to this Mother's Day emergency. 
Just in time for Mother's Day, a flower shortage. Shelves may be stocked right now, but there's no guarantee they will be as Sunday approaches. Experts say one reason is that lots of growers have gone out of business due to the pandemic. Bad weather in South America is also hitting flower supplies. Beautiful flowers, but there should be a lot more flowers in here, right? It should be. It has been challenging. Jamal Ansari runs East Coast Wholesale Flowers in Norwalk, Connecticut. Are some of your flowers more expensive now because of this flower shortage? This is the most expensive in my 30 years in the industry that I've seen the flowers on the wholesale level. Another surprising reason supplies are down. There were farms early on in the pandemic, large farms in California, that decided that they could no longer make it, or they did not want to make it anymore. Uh, and they sold to marijuana growers uh, because that is a huge new industry. 70% of people who give a Mother's Day gift give flowers. So brace yourself for the great Mother's Day flower shortage. It's very difficult to get what you need. This is one of the most expensive Mother's Days for flowers. Mother's Day is actually the third most popular time to buy flowers behind Valentine's Day at number two and the holiday season being number one. No one likes to wait online at the DMV. That's why there's a lot of anger over reports that Gwyneth Paltrow was given special treatment to avoid a long line. That's Gwyneth Paltrow heading to the DMV in Santa Monica, California. And it sure looks as if she skipped the line. You can see her entering through a side door while at least 50 other people are patiently waiting their turn to enter DMV hell. She tried keeping a low profile wearing a mask with jeans and was in and out in 30 minutes. Social media is reacting the expected way. Hey, not fair, goes one typical comment. Gwyneth didn't get back to us, neither did the DMV. Now another controversial arrest. This time it's a 73-year-old woman with dementia who was shoved to the ground and cuffed. Her daughter says she was confused and scared and she believes the officers should go to jail. It's heartbreaking video. A 73-year-old woman with dementia is pushed to the ground and arrested. She weighs just 80 pounds and she's injured. Later at the station house, police watching the disturbing video can be heard mocking her. Now the daughter of that elderly woman, Karen Garner, is speaking out. She was confused and scared. She didn't understand what was going on. Alyssa Schwartz told CBS this morning that her mother suffered severe injuries from that violent police encounter. This is mom's jacket that she had on the day that it happened. And it's got the blood on the back from where her hands were handcuffed. Ma'am. Police, stop. Police footage shows the smiling woman walking along the side of the road carrying flowers. She was accused of trying to shoplift $14 worth of items from a Walmart in Loveland, Texas. Store security says once they confronted her, she returned the items. But police seem to be determined to arrest her. I'm going home. The just-released body camera video from the arrest last summer shows officers pushing Karen Garner to the no, ground no, no, and putting her in handcuffs. Right now you're resisting, which is not going to fly with me. Another officer comes to assist. The elderly woman is pushed hard against the cop car. The family says she suffered a dislocated shoulder and broken arm. They also allege she was kept in a jail cell for six hours with no medical attention. Karen Garner's family filed a lawsuit alleging excessive force. 
Three police officers have resigned, and a sergeant is on administrative leave. Garner's daughter is calling on those officers to be prosecuted. I think they need to go to jail. A number of police departments in Colorado have now enlisted the Alzheimer's Association to train officers how to handle similar situations. She was relaxing on a beach in Hawaii when she says another sunbather told her to leave because of her skimpy bikini. Now she's speaking out to Inside Edition about what happened. This is the bikini at the center of a nasty confrontation on the beach. Pretty freaking normal, right? Savannah Sims was vacationing on the Big Island in Hawaii when suddenly a woman snapped at her, complaining she was showing too much skin. The TikTok video captured the drama. So I lay down at this spot. The mom starts saying to her boyfriend, no, I can't have that. That's not okay with me. Savannah says the woman who was with her children wouldn't let up. She's like, this is not okay. Like, I'm not okay with this. And I look up and she's looking right at me. Um, just seems pretty frustrated. Savannah modeled the bikini for us. So you be the judge. Modest or too risque for a family beach. She says she doesn't want to be seeing my butt. After putting on shorts, Savannah asked the woman if everything was okay. I fixed everything. I adjusted my swimsuit. Like, I'm not sure what you want me to do. She's like, I just don't want to see you. I don't want you to be here. So I got up and left. But what Savannah saw later shocked her. To call me out and then take off your skirt and be rocking a G-string. Either she's a hypocrite or it wasn't about what I was wearing. So will she ever wear the green bikini again? I will, yeah. That TikTok video Savannah posted has been viewed more than a million times. Talk about luck. You may have heard about the woman who went into labor on board a plane. There was not only a doctor on board, but also three nurses who came to her aid. Now all the people involved are speaking with our Les Trent. These three nurses were in the right place at the right time. They were all on board the same flight heading to an all-girls vacation when a woman went into labor. The baby was just born on this plane. We were all pretty much in shock up until we finally got the baby on, Mom, and it, it kind of hit everybody, and we were all just kind of tearing up and was very happy that the baby was doing okay. And here's the new mom they helped out. Yeah. Lavinia Mwanga was on a Delta flight from Salt Lake City, Utah, to Honolulu when she started feeling sick. But Lavinia was going into labor, and get this, she says she didn't even know she was pregnant. You had no idea you were pregnant? No, had no idea. Dr. Dale Glenn was also on the flight. Can you tell us how you were first alerted? I was alerted by my daughter's elbow in my ribs. She said, Dad, they just called for a doctor. And I was like, what? He raced over and found Lavinia had already given birth in the plane's bathroom. You're over the Pacific and you're nowhere close to turning around anywhere. We were past the point of no return. So it was, we've got to head for Honolulu as fast as possible. In the meantime, we've got to keep this baby viable for about three hours. And an airplane at 40,000 feet is not the best NICU. Then the three neonatal nurses jumped into action. Finally, the sound everyone was overjoyed to hear. Lavinia was taken to the Kapiolani Medical Center in Honolulu. And here he is, baby Raymond, weighing in at three pounds, one ounce, 11 weeks premature. One day he'll owe a big thank you to the three vacationing nurses who helped bring him into the world high up in the sky. What a miracle it was that you three neonatal nurses happened to be aboard this flight. 
for right. sure. It's crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> what are the chances? Back with more after this. Next, the return of the big wedding. After a year of holding off the big day, how brides and grooms are going all out again. It's amazing, finally. How weddings are getting back to normal. Then, Mark Wahlberg, from ripped to this in three weeks. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. 63% of engaged couples postponed saying I do because of the pandemic. Now, big weddings are back. Weddings are back in a big way. That means larger crowds, packed dance floors, and in some states, very few masks. Even Britney Spears showed off her moves at a friend's recent wedding. In Phoenix, Ivy Cooper and Kylie Coffey are tying the knot in front of 75 of their closest friends and family. They've been planning this wedding for an entire year, monitoring the pandemic situation, wondering if anyone would come. That was the most stress of like, we're gonna have 10 people. If we can't have a wedding, it's only gonna be like 10 people there because everybody's, nobody's gonna be able to show up. But more than half of their original guest list did not attend because they had still not gotten the vaccine or didn't feel safe traveling. A lot of my family can't be here and that's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, They thought maybe we'll keep an eye out on it and then they just decided You know, we better be safer than sorry. Fortunately, their venue, the Croft downtown, has over 17,000 square feet of indoor and outdoor space, allowing ample room to spread out. Angela Karp is the co-owner. We're just so excited. We've gone from zero to a thousand. The energy is really high. Some of the guests wore masks, but most did not. There is no mandate in Arizona. I think everyone here is probably just super excited to be out of the house. The newlyweds say they know how lucky they are to be having a big wedding with the people they love. A far cry from this time last year. I haven't seen anybody in a year and a half, so it's kind of nice, like, having everyone around again. A big congrats to the newlyweds. Meantime, there's a new side effect to the pandemic called Zoom dysmorphia. Plastic surgeons report that 85% of people coming in for procedures are crediting being unhappy with their appearance on virtual calls for having some work done. For more information, come to our website, InsideEdition.com. When we come back, has Mark Wahlberg let himself go? The story behind his new dad bod. Next. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. 
Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We told you how Will Smith had gotten a dad bod during the pandemic. Well, today he is sharing this image in all his glory. He says no more midnight muffins for him because he's focused on getting into the best shape of his life. And someone else going through quite the transformation, Mark Wahlberg. But he's got an excuse. Yep, it's Mark Wahlberg showing off a serious weight gain. That's right, America, the famously chiseled actor who's been showing off rock-hard abs since his days as a Calvin Klein model is downright flabby these days, joining the rest of us in adding pounds during the pandemic. From left photo three weeks ago to this, Wahlberg writes on Instagram. He also posted video with the caption, yes, it's for a role. Wahlberg will play a former boxer turned priest who gets injured and packs on the pounds. And it's not over yet. The part calls for him to gain another 20 to 30 pounds. I actually have someone who's consulting me. They want me to do it as healthy as possible. I've been like, dude, I've been on such a regimen for so long. I just want to eat everything in sight. I want to go to, to bakeries. So how'd he do it? He's eating 20 chicken McNuggets at a sitting and drinking a six-pack of beer, followed by hot wings from KFC, plus pancakes at Denny's. Pancakes sounds good. Up next, Angry Shark. It's fun to be a shark till the zipper breaks. And you thought sharks were dangerous. Oh, my God. What about oh a shark God. costume? How am I supposed to get out? Oh, my God. Ah! Hope he got out. See you next time. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet. 